Joining us now, he is a two-time major champion and a winner of 29 professional tournaments worldwide. Mr. Tony Jacklin joins us. Tony, welcome into the golf shop. Good morning, Tony. Thank you. Nice to be with you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Uh, you know, author uh, of a great book that I, I can't wait to get my hands on called the My, my Rider Cup Journey, um, detailing really your your participation across the board as a, as a player, as a captain, um, some of your friendships with the greats like Seve and Jack and Arnold and, and all the stuff that has happened to you, uh, with you, along with you, and, and all the stuff around the Ryder Cup should be a phenomenal read. Yeah, uh, yeah, it didn't focus uh, all on Ryder Cup. There's lots of uh, other interesting stuff, uh, relationships and so on. Um, yeah, it turned out uh, pretty good. Tony Hamanasso, who I did it with, yeah. uh, uh, did a great job. It, we were... We had plenty of time to do it. We were all on lockdown, and uh, yeah, it turned out well. We're proud of it. Tony, I was 14 years old uh, in 1969, where you had one whale of a summer in early fall. Um, you know, winning the British Open in your home country is it was just unbelievable. But uh, the concession, obviously, uh, wow. Um, to me, you know, it's all now. It's all about money, Tony, or so it seems. Uh, back then, it was more, you know, it was more, I think, in keeping with what the Ryder Cup was designed to do, which was to be a, you know, a gentleman's thing and, and just a, a really an exhibition of the great players in the world. And and I never thought the concession was a bad thing at all. I don't, I don't, I don't think for a minute you were going to miss that putt, not not for a second. But but it was a, a kind gesture on Nicholas's part, uh, and I, and I know you guys are close. Yeah, it was. I mean. Uh... As you say, you can go to YouTube. I don't think I would have missed it either, but uh, I've had a few seizures since then. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was I was on the top of my game, and, and uh, I, I think I might have knocked it in. But it was, it was all about the spirit uh, of the, the way we played. I mean, it was never a war to either of us. It was a healthy competition. Um, uh, everything was on the line, and uh, I think one of the things that it spawned was this uh, subsequent to that, and certainly in the 80s during my four-time captain, right. we we all started to warm towards team sport. You know, yeah. historically, golf had been a solitary pursuit, and, and we've seen so much passion uh emotion uh, over the last 40 years in regards to this, you know, uh, individuals uh, playing in the team environment have got far more pressure on them than they have when they're just playing for themselves. Yeah, and, uh, <clears throat> that was really the beginning of, uh, of that, in my view. And we see, we've seen it in President's Cups yeah. and we've seen it in uh, Solheim Cups for the girls. Um, a similar thing, you know. Uh, there's been epic, epic uh, matches in all of those events. Yeah, uh, Tony. What I, what I was surprised at when doing a little research on this is the heat that Jack Nicholas took from Sam Snead and all the members of the U.S. team that year. What are you doing? We came over here to win, not to you know not, whatever. And apparently, Nicholas really got uh, the brunt of, uh, of of that concession. Hurt him as far as uh, with his peers at the time. Well, yeah, he, he 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 said Sam never said anything to him, but 
apparently he, he uses words that we didn't come over here to be good old boys, something yeah. like that. Yeah, something There's like a that. very interesting book, actually, called uh, Drawing the Jews by Neil Zuckerberg. And uh, he uh, interviewed everybody that was alive in, uh, in that right, from that Ryder Cup mm-hmm. in 69. And, and there were a lot of uh, tough-minded uh, individuals mm-hmm. on that U.S. team who who didn't necessarily agree with uh, what Jack, Jack did, even though America retained the yes. the cup. Right. So, uh, you know, everybody's got an opinion. <laughs> yeah, they're like that other thing. Everybody's got one. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, you know, Tony uh, talked about 29 uh, worldwide wins for you, two major championships. Um, what's the what's the one win that that you remember the most, or that meant the most to you? Was it winning the Open Championship in your home country, or was it maybe your first win? What was the one that really it still stands out to you today? Uh, uh, yeah, I was blessed that uh, I mean the, the Open winning at home was was huge, but. I think the best golf I ever played uh, was uh, within a year of that, just under the uh, when I won the U.S. Open, yeah. and increased my lead every every day, and won ultimately oh. by seven shots. It was uh, I sort of walked on water that week, yeah, and uh, it was certainly the best golf uh, I, I ever registered and, and played, and of course. Uh, I became the only European uh, to to hold the two opens together, yeah. uh, which uh, which was enormously special to me. Yes, yeah, and and on, and on the flip side of this, uh, your last two European Tour wins. Um, one in 1981 and one in 1982. The runner-up in both of those, of which one of them was a playoff, was Bernard Langer. And Bernard Langer is still going crazy on the Champions Tour. I mean, you know, it almost seems like he doesn't age. He's, he's, he's something else. I mean, he is something else. When when we managed to win the Ryder Cup uh, in 85 at the Belfry for first time in 28 years, I remember he... He was 28 years old then, mm. in in uh, 85, and he said, you know, 28 years is a long time for me. And it, to be still doing it the way he is, and and, and if you'd have seen uh, his putting stroke back then, I mean, he was a, he was a basket case, yeah. and yet he's, he's, he's managed to find ways to, to, to keep getting it done. I mean, what a mentality he has. Oh, my gosh. It's totally extraordinary, really. He had a little three-inch putt to make to tap in on the final hole when I, I actually beat him in the playoff. But in in real in the real game, uh, Sam Torrance had his card, and we went in the scores tent, and he said, "Bernhardt, did you just hit that little putt? Did you just hit it once?" <laughs> said, really? Yeah, I just hit it once. You know, I mean, he was that bad. You, you know, his hands would shake. And oh God! Uh, well, that last putt. I mean, it was uh, it was not a pretty sight. I promise you. And yet, he's overcome yes. all of that. And uh, what a what a what a man, yeah. really. That last putt at Kiowa was awful too. It didn't even hit the hole. You know, and that was only three or four feet. Really? You know. Yeah, well, maybe maybe six. Maybe okay. Was, uh, <laughs> Everybody, you know, golfers. But, 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 you know, golfers are Tony. I, uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I
but the thing is, I, after that, I was I was there right there with him. I I, I cried with him, oh, and gosh. and they didn't have a locker room, and they had a, a temporary thing, and I, I thought this could be the doing of him, yes. you know, not making that putt. And I'm danged if he didn't go out and win the tournament the following week. Right, and and you know, this is an example of of his. Uh, He's, he's unbelievable ability to come back. I mean, he's an extraordinary individual altogether. Again, joined by the great Tony Jacklin, an author, a co-author of a book, My Ryder Cup Journey, that is available on Amazon as well as from the publisher Pegasus Elliott McKenzie. And you know, Tony, from from that standpoint, I mean, over the years. You know, the Ryder Cup from a European standpoint, we've always felt like the, the, the European squad was much more of a cohesive team that, that, than the Americans. Is that something that, that y'all really had worked on uh, over the years, whether you were a participant or a captain? Um, yeah, I think that's fair news. Uh, get, when I actually accepted the captain's job in, in 83 and, and did it, did it four times. I, I was actually pretty much teed off with, uh, you know, what was going on over in Europe. And uh, I'd done with the Ryder Cup. I'd been left out of the team in, in 81, and so had Seve, who was arguably, arguably the best player in the world. Yeah. And I didn't think they wanted to win the Ryder Cup much. And uh, so I was I was reluctant to, to, to get involved. And and shocked actually when I was asked, and I was only asked six months before the matches happened in '83 because they couldn't make their mind up what they wanted. And uh, so I was able to make some demands. You know, I, I I witnessed as a player what was going on behind the scenes, and and there was a lot of unprofessional things going on. I thought. And I addressed those. Uh, you know, we got a team room. We got uh, we got first class travel. We got uh, first class clothing, and instead of wearing anything anybody would give us, and we took care of that sort of self esteem aspect of it. I mean, I think it's fair to say in the sixties and seventies we were we were one or two down before we ever hit a ball, because, yeah. just because of the way we approached it. Anyway, once once those issues were taken care of, the, the guys just uh, they responded in kind. I mean, it was unbelievable to see how d- deep they dug to, to 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 get it done. And and this was, you know, when as I said earlier, all this sort of passion for team started. I mean, we we had guys out there that said, "Hell, I'd rather be on a Ryder Cup team than win a major." Yeah. You know, I mean they. They enjoyed it that much. The 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 uh, the thrill of being part of a uh, a bigger entity. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it was very very special uh, special times both both as a player but especially as a captain for me. Well, Tony, we really appreciate the time this morning. Would love to get to talk to you again and talk a little more in depth about the book. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll try and get you on again. Okie dokie. Nice to be with you guys. Thank you, Tony. Thank you very much.